It's time now to Get Going Crash It, a show that keeps you up to date on what's happened and happening around the Crash It area. Hosted by Adam Vibber and Wes Wicks. Let's tune in and get going Crash It. All right, let's get going, Grash It. Wes, Michelle, how are you guys doing today? Doing great, Adam. How about yourself? Spring is in the air, Michelle. Doing good well. Hello, Grash It County. Good, good. The weather's breaking. Yes, I could actually smell spring this morning. 60 on Sunday. We're yeah. going to hold the weatherman to that. I refuse to wake up and not have it be 60 on Sunday now. It's ready to go. My kids need to be outside running around. I mean, the dog days of winter need to be behind us. Speaking of dogs, um, if I can say real quick, this is our, this is our first spring as a dog, uh, as dog owners. Okay. You, you know what that means? Yes. You yeah. have duties to we do. We have some duties to do. So I'm, I'm looking for some, uh, we call some, those landmines in the right. real estate industry. Watch out for landmines. Watch out for landmines. Well, I'm, I'm willing to hire somebody, uh, if it comes down to that. So that an official invitation, on official invitation. Um, I'll hire somebody to do this little poop scooping. Okay. <laughs> Sounds fun. All right, Michelle, there it is. tell us what's going on in the community here, other than Wes's need for a pooper scooper. <laughs> right. All right, we have a few events going on. In April, on April 17th, the 11th Annual Child Advocacy Alumni Basketball Game is happening. The event is, again, Friday, April 17th at 6.30. And they're looking for alumni uh, basketball players from St. Louis, Breckenridge, Ithaca, and Elma to all participate the game one at 6 30 is st louis versus breckenridge alumni and the game two is elmo versus ithaca alumni and it's a family friendly event all night with face painting carnival games prizes and raffles and performances and more call stacy over at child advocacy at 989-463-1422 also this saturday over at the elks club here in elma the middle of the mitten and the chamber are putting together the Mike and Tim's Dueling Piano Experience. It's $10 per person, and you can reserve a whole table for your group. Social hours from 6 to 7. The Dueling Pianos will begin at 7, and the tickets are available at St. Louis City Hall, the Chamber Office in Elma, River Rock, and the Elma St. Louis Elks Club. And you must be 21 years or older to attend. And next, on Wednesday, March 18th, from noon to 1.30, the Chamber is hosting a Lunch and Learn at Elmo Public Library, utilizing customer experience and online reputation. Learn the importance of your online presence and how to turn great customer experiences into outstanding reviews. $5 for Chamber members and $10 for non-members. RSVP is required by March 16th, and you just need to call the Chamber office at 989-463-5525. And also, the Chamber is accepting applicants for the Athena Awards. That happens the last Thursday of April. And we'll go into more detail about that, the submission, and what the Athena Awards are all about. Good deal. Wes, dueling pianos. I know that you're not a piano player, but maybe next year we could get in for dueling um, bagpipes? Maybe. How do you know I'm not, I'm not a piano player? Well, I know a lot about you, actually. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can play a little something. Enough to, duel? Enough to duel? I can do I that. I mean, you could say that a duel, a, a, a loss in a duel is still a duel, right? So you could show up, lose, show and up say and that lose. you dueled. Absolutely. So don't cut me short here, bud. Okay? But it sounds like a pretty cool event. 
Anyway, we have a guest with us. We do. Today. Wes, why don't you introduce our guest? Yes. Let's, let's bring her into this conversation. Uh, here. We are so excited to welcome to the studio um, the executive director at the Gratiot County Community Foundation, Tina Travis. Welcome. Thank you all for having me. This Welcome. is fantastic. I appreciate the invitation. Tina was impressed that our studio is, in fact, a studio. Right. Let's get that out there so for, for you listeners who haven't been you here yet. see what's going on here, guys. Well, we're going to get a picture in a minute. They're going right. to see what's okay. going on here. <laughs> right. We'll take a photo. But we're, we're glad you're here and joining us. I know there's a, a lot of great things happening with the foundation. Um, but before we get to in some of the events, maybe just give us a quick overview of how the, the foundation does good, um, and is doing good, uh, for Gratiot County? Uh, the foundation is, um, kind of a hub for lots of great things that happen in Gratiot County. Um, obviously we're a funder. Uh, we invest more than half a million dollars a year in grants and scholarships right here in Gratiot County. So everywhere you go, our grant dollars are Alive and kicking and yeah. making good things happen. It's just that not a lot of people make that connection right. between those programs and the community foundation. But um, we're working hard. And actually, we just closed a grant cycle. So we'll have some really exciting news um, to give to everybody here pretty quickly. Our board met this morning. So nice. lots of new things are, are on the horizon for the community foundation. And kind of the... The, the, when did the foundation start here in Gratiot County? And 1992. 1992. Yeah, and, and most people don't know. Um, here, this is a kickback to the value of strategic planning, you know, yeah. those things mm-hmm. that yep. sometimes some True. of us dread. Um, but the, um, the county was going through a, a, a strategic planning process, and someone around the table said, you know, we really should have a community foundation here in Gratiot County. And here we are. That's awesome. You know, in 2020, and we've grown from awarding our first grant of $500 back in 1995 to last year awarding, as I said, over half a million dollars. Wow. And how long have yeah. you been at the chamber, Tina? I'm not at the chamber. I'm at the foundation. Oh, but but um, I love the chamber, and we do a lot of work <laughs> together with the chamber. Um, so, yeah, I've been with the foundation. Who? More than over so, 17 so years say, is now. Is that a number? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a feeling. I haven't learned. I haven't learned that one in school. So uh, the math's changing, though. So that you know, right. you never know. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So years. so money comes into the foundation mm-hmm. um, through. Yeah, anyone can okay. contribute to the foundation, and 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 any amount. I think sometimes there's a, a misconception that you have to give tens of thousands of dollars to the community foundation. That those are the gifts that we're looking for. And one of my favorite stories is um, in the mail one day, I received three $1 bills with a note from a lady who said, I love the work that you're doing, and I wish that I could do more, but this is all that I can spare, and I know that you'll do something good with it. Mm, very cool. That's one of the most valuable gifts I think we've ever received. Absolutely. So, um, But yeah, people can, can give to the foundation if they have an idea of what they'd like to do with their donation. Um, we can connect them with the right fund. What we do is manage permanently endowed funds. Yep. So contributions that come into those funds are actually never spent. Mm-hmm. Um, what they do is generate new grant dollars every year forever. 
So that's our tagline for Good Forever. Our, our grant dollars are doing good things for the community forever. And actually, um, Central Michigan Youth for Christ has a, an endowed fund with us yes. that generates grant dollars for them every year. So you can give to support organizations like YFC through the Community Foundation. You can give to support scholarship funds. Uh, you can give to support um, the dollars that we need the most, which are our unrestricted funds. Mm -hmm. And what unrestricted donations to the Community Foundation mean are that the members of our distribution committee, those volunteers that make grant decisions, and our board get to look at what the um, current needs are in the community and utilize those unrestricted grant dollars to meet those needs. Right. So money that comes in stays in these funds, and then you're working off from like interest the and earnings. grants mm -hmm. and things that you, so you're taking that money and turning it into more monies. That's the money that's being gifted back, yes. leaving the initial gift there to continue to work. Yep. Careful, you're going to get recruited to the board. That's you picked that up so quickly. <laughs> oh man, that's twice today. That's twice today. <laughs> I, I got to stop going out for a little while. No, no, that's cool. I just wanted everybody to know that, that when you're given money, it's, it's, it's really being a good steward of that money that, uh, that, that they're making that money work again and again and again. And then it's always there to just keep working. Absolutely. When I joined the foundation, um, we had about just under 70 different funds. Um, and we're managing just barely over $2 million in assets. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we're at $15 million in assets under management and have just over 120 funds. Wow. Um, so people are learning about us and what we're able to do and um, that we can connect those donors with good things that are happening in the community, good organizations um, that are really making an impact and improving the quality of life here in Gratia County. And we're happy to be a hub for all of that collaboration. Absolutely. And money comes in. You, you mentioned it. There are two ways. You can either uh, generalize a fund for it, mm -hmm. a specific purpose, um, or just a general where, where, sure, where you guys can identify fund. needs. Mm -hmm. um, in the event, you use Wes as an example there with YFC, uh, somebody could, could, could connect with you and say, I want this money to go to, to YFC mm -hmm. and join what's already there. Yep. They wouldn't be creating something separate, right? No. Okay. Nope. You can create... Um, a fund yourself, and there are some guidelines and, and some um, additional information that we need in order mm -hmm. to accomplish that. But the easiest way is just to, to go to our website and click on the Donate Now button okay. and make a donation. And is there like a list of current funds sure, off of the website? Sure, there's a whole list okay. of uh, what we call of our family of funds, and you can see all the different types of funds that we manage. Um, we have those unrestricted funds. We have, as I said, scholarship funds. What we call our designated funds are the funds that we have for the area schools, for nonprofit organizations like YFC, um, Child Advocacy, United Way has a fund with us. Yep. Um, so you can support the work that those organizations do with the gift to the community foundation to benefit the organizations down the road right. as well as today. Very nice. And I know that's been a lot of work um, mm -hmm. since 1992, uh, but, it, it, but it's also fun because you get to be a part of giving people the opportunity um, to do great things in Gratiot right. County. And so I know you're kind of in that season of, hey, the fun is about to happen um, and good things are happening. So share us a little bit. What, what's, what's going on? Uh, what's coming up? Well, we just closed out our scholarship application season. Actually, the deadline was March 1st, 
And um, so we are really excited to announce that we have another record year for scholarships. Wow. Um, nearly $150,000 will be invested in post-secondary education cool. for students right here in Gratiot County. And I think it's important to mention, too, that sometimes there's a, a, another myth that scholarships are for graduating high school seniors. And they're not at the Community Foundation. We've gone above and beyond working with donors to recognize that we have adults in our community mm -hmm. who have maybe been displaced from a, one career path. Right. Need to go back to school and start over again. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there are opportunities for folks to do that. And we all know that there's a need for skilled labor, yep. um, skilled trades labor here in Gratiot County and across the state and across the country. Um, and we have some new scholarship funds that are specifically for those kinds of programs as well. So we're excited about that. We, we couldn't do what we do, though, without the volunteers that support us. And we have <clears throat> about 20 volunteers that will come in, review all of those scholarship applications that we received. Um, they, they learn about what the donor's intent was for their scholarship. <clears throat> That's a really important piece. We want to make sure that um, our volunteers understand what the donor had in mind for their scholarship mm -hmm. so that we find the right student and, and we, we direct the dollars appropriately. So um, they understand donor intent. They'll make mm -hmm. the recommendations. And uh, then we have a big celebration. And we actually have it. Another plug for YFC. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> Um, we have the event at YFC, and oh, it's such a it's such a fantastic night. Um, we'd love to have you guys if you'd like to pop in just to see what happens. But um, in just over an hour, we will feed everybody and celebrate education and celebrate philanthropy and make some really meaningful connections for folks. Um, we actually make a point of seating scholarship recipients and their families at the same tables as the people who established those scholarship funds. That's awesome. So, yeah. And there have been some really meaningful connections. Um, one that I like to share is a couple of years ago, <clears throat> we have a scholarship for um, high school students to attend band camp. And um, this scholarship is in memory of Lynn Knitz. Um, who was a student at Elma High School and lost his life very early. And music was a passion of his. Um, his parents have passed, and his sister from Wisconsin has kind of picked up the gauntlet for the scholarship. Nice. And she made her way all the way from Wisconsin to our event a couple wow. of years ago and got to meet um, the um, two boys who received the scholarship in her brother's name. And she brought some newspaper clippings, some awards that Lynn had received when he was in high school. They found in, in talking at this event that the camp that the boys were going to be attending wasn't very far from her home in Wisconsin. She traveled to the camp, got to oh see the goodness. boys perform. Cool. And, 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 and they still stay in touch today. So those are the kinds of connections that when we're working really hard um, and things can get a little exasperating sometimes, it's those stories that build us up and, and keep us working hard. And circling back to the $3 story, folks don't realize that any amount <laughs> starts adding up when, when it's combined with others. And then those are the type of moments that, that, that you're creating with 
as little as three bucks. Exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. Really meaningful. Goes a long way. And then can you tell us about the YAK program? YAK, affectionately known. Um, YAK is our Youth Advisory Council program. And YAK is open to any high school age student in Gratiot County to participate. Um, it's a myth that you need to be invited. Um, the only prerequisite is that you're in high school in Gratiot County and want to come and have fun and learn about philanthropy and volunteerism and um, step up on behalf of your community. That's it. Um, thrilled this year that we have representation from every single high school in Gratiot County on our YAC this year. Very cool. Um, nearly 100 members. And they're doing great things. Um, one of the programs, um, we actually uh, just sent out a news release about this this week. We're really excited about one of our members applied for an MLK Day grant from the Michigan Community Service Commission this year and was awarded the grant. So um, in memory of Martin Luther King Jr., we received a $250 grant that we matched with YAC grant dollars. And the kids put together what are called sweet cases. Have you guys ever heard of I have not. sweet cases? So when a child comes into foster care and they go to a foster closet, fortunately this doesn't happen here in Gratiot County, but in some communities they're given a trash bag and they load up the things that they need in a trash bag. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's a, about that's as negative a connotation yeah. as you can give to a kid who's already been, you know, put in a difficult situation that you and I can't even imagine, um, and then hand them a trash bag and tell them, you know, this is what your possessions right. are yeah. going to be carried around in. Um, here in Gratiot County, our foster closet is phenomenal, and they have a group of folks who sell pillowcases mm -hmm. and give those to the kids when they come in to collect their things. But we took it a step farther and purchased these big duffel bags that are called sweet cases. And um, the kids filled them with blankets, coloring books, crayons, toys. Um, they made uh, stress balls mm. for them um, with rice and balloons. They made friendship blankets. And then they also wrote inspirational messages to tuck inside the bags. And they're all age appropriate, you know, all these right. things. Um, and then we, we donated them to the foster closet so that when kids come in to care, they can pick up the duffel bag and go room to room and pick up hygiene items that they need, clothing that they need, some toys, you know, for teenage girls, some hair accessories, whatever that looks like. And then that's a bag that's theirs. If they, you know, are forced to move into another circumstance, that bag can go with them wherever they go. That's theirs. And sometimes that's one of the most important things for kids in that situation. Absolutely. What a great idea. And, yeah. and you uh, have an opportunity to kind of even showcase all that YAC does, right? Showcase the key word. That's yes. right. <laughs> YAC's showcase this year is going to be held again at the Heritage Center at Alma College um, on April 26th at 2 o'clock. And folks, uh, especially in the spring, it's a fantastic event to come and just celebrate youth in our community, service in our community, be entertained. There will be young people singing and dancing and playing instruments. Um, 
And we hear too often all the negative things about this generation and kids today. You know, um, we might be guilty of that a little bit here and there too, but this is not that day. That right. You know, that day is about celebrating not only the service projects that our yackers um, do throughout the year, but also to celebrate the grants that they have awarded themselves, because a part of this is them learning that philanthropic process of awarding grants to other youth to do projects. So we'll have kindergartners from all over the, um, the county, third graders, you know, high school students who've received grants to do service projects themselves. Um, and we'll celebrate what they're doing too. Absolutely. So, hey, tickets are available online. Visit our website, and we'll, we'll hook you up with some tickets. And all the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds, will go to um, a service project in the community that they'll announce at the event. And, Wes, you could speak a little bit more on, on that. I mean, not to get into a whole separate topic, but uh, but there's there's youth, and don't single anybody out, but there's, sure. there's youth in this community that are just doing unbelievable, amazing things. Yeah, and the lines of service and, and things like that. Yeah, I'd agree with that myth that, you know, sometimes that there's this stigma around today's youth. And don't get me wrong, there's challenges out there. Sure, uh, But, you know, what kids are doing and stepping to the plate um, in the midst of those challenges, honestly, yes. is what I think is incredible. And so, you know, to have Yak in our community um, help be a part of that puzzle and piece of that puzzle for our students, um, we're, we're blessed to have them. Very cool. Let's talk about this Athena Leadership Award that's coming up. Michelle, you want to just highlight what it is, and then we'll bring Tina back in for maybe her experience with it. Sure. This is an event that the Chamber offers. Uh, the Athena Committee comes together, and you can nominate somebody to be the Athena Award winner. And then the past winners all get together and decide who the Athena winner will be for each year. And they are surprised at the event that is held at the end of April. Tina is one of those members that gets to be on the committee to choose. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm honored um, to be um, a recipient of the Athena Award here in Gratiot County uh, just a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is a fantastic way for us to recognize people who are um, really going above and beyond in benefiting not only not only women but the community as a whole and I think um, it's really important for us to note too that nominations are not limited to women you know we've only in all the years that the Athena has been awarded here in Gratiot County we've only given it to a man one time it might be time gentlemen <laughs> it might just be time for a nomination of a man to receive this award. What do you think, Michelle? I think so. We'll share, right? Well, okay. absolutely. The nominations again are due in by March fifteenth. All right. So if you're listening to this, uh, it's the third today. So you only got twelve-ish uh, days to get those nominations in. It's pretty easy, though. Go to go to the chamber's website, grashit.org. Um, click on the Athena link, and you can submit the entire nomination form right there. Um, it does require some letters of support, so a little bit of planning. Do get started as soon as possible, um, but we're, we're really excited. There's so many people who are definitely worthy of this kind of recognition, and um, even if you're not going to make a nomination, go online and get your ticket. 
Right. You know, you got to have lunch anyway, right? It is a good you event. might as yeah. well benefit See, the go chamber. online, fill it out online. I mean, these adults and all their technology. <laughs> they should. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. Well, very cool. Well, Tina, hey, this has been great. I'm so glad you were able to join us today. And uh, just so thankful for the work that the foundation is doing here in Gresham County. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for helping us to get the message out. We yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to sign off here at Gratiot County, but before we do, we offer a challenge to you. If you're listening to this show, no matter what day it is, no matter how much time is left in the day, if you're out in public, say hello to anybody that you cross. Whether you know them or not, just say hi. Just try it for a day, or half a day, or a couple hours. See where it goes. If we all just said hello to each other a little bit more, who knows what that turned turn into. Get Gratiot going. Get going, Gratiot.